Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. That said, I want to turn our attention now to this. The Pope of Scientology just beat the shit out of me. My whole life, I was a very dedicated Scientologist. David Miscavige, it's a hammer in my face. I didn't want to find out what I'd done was a lie. All the money we spent to try to hang on to my family, they've been owning me for all these years. Something inside of me was saying, get them out of this thing. I was 14 when I started in Scientology. I had a boss who was 35 years old, and we had sex. Then the organization did not tell my mother, did not tell the police. They're going to sweep it under the carpet, and it'll all be over with. Fight for your family. Fight for your daughters, your sons. Let's get to the abuses. Let's get to the abortions. Wake up. Well, yes, indeed. That was the trailer uh, for season one of Leah Remini. Scientology in the aftermath on A&E, and kudos to them uh, for being willing to take on a subject that, that a lot of folks just don't, and you'll find out a bit more as to why that is. Uh, so we understand that show's been renewed for a second season, but last night A&E uh, aired a standalone two-hour episode, Scientology in the aftermath, called Merchants of Fear, and it spoke to a number of people who have covered Scientology and the kind of repercussions they've received from the church for doing so. And one of them is our friend Mark Ebner, award-winning journalist, New York Times best-selling author. He was uh, featured on the program last night. Mark, great to talk to you again. How are you doing? Hey, Rob. How are you? I'm doing really well. It was great to Glad see you to uh, on, on this program last night. Now, talk a bit about your own relationship with Leah Remini and what you make of her being able to you know, come out and denounce Scientology, walk away from it. It's quite a story. Well, I think, you know, uh, the only thing I can... Uh, say about Leah Remini is I think she inherited somewhere down the line the ball buster gene, you know? (laughs) She's a tough broad from Brooklyn, and I'll tell you what, she just doesn't have any Fs to give. And I love that quality about her because I think ultimately, you know, with that attitude, she got to survive, you know, uh, being raised in Scientology and coming out swinging you know and you know a lot of people that come out of that cult have to go through various stages of uh deprogramming and uh grief and you know loss of family and everything else they've got more on their plate than they can handle she just came out swinging with the highest rated show ever on a and e it's remarkable my relationship with her is um I met her at an SP party, you know, a suppressive person, Uh, you know, people that have been under fire from Scientology or longtime critics. They get together down here in uh, Los Angeles and and probably in other cities 
and you know just get together to either commiserate on the state of the fair uh, 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 on the state of affairs or to celebrate you know the uh, imminent ruination and disappearance of Scientology she's a good lady yeah, and a brave lady, too. You're absolutely right. Now, you, you first wrote about Scientology. I guess it's been now more than two decades ago. This now famous piece you did uh, for Spy Magazine. Did you think at the right. time, Mark, when you were doing all of this, how much it was going to change your life? Well, you know, at the time, it, it I had no idea that, you know, my legacy, uh, a huge part of my legacy would be as that Scientology guy. Right. You know? Uh, but at the same time, when I was doing it, it was like in an echo chamber. You know, Spy Magazine was uh, one of the uh, more bold publications of the time, circa 1996. And, you know, speaking of not giving an F, that, that was the attitude behind Spy Magazine in its illustrious history. And they said, go for it. So I did. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, back to the show, I mean, how, how cool is it that you had an Albertan, Stephen Kent, social yeah. scientist from the University of Alberta on there? Have you had him on your show yet? Yeah, yeah, we've talked to oh, him. Good. He's great. He's great. Good. Well, you know what's great about him? He's kind of an unsung hero, but one thing I realized during the, you know, uh, during the panel discussion that we did was that this guy, as an archivist and a researcher... I mean, he ha he has stuff on Scientology going back to uh, before, uh, you know, to, to the early 50s. Uh, you know, he's an amazing guy. I think the whole panel was uh, was really formidable. I would have liked to have seen another journalist who, uh, like um, Richard Leiby or someone like that, who's, you know, had undue harassment from the cult. But you can't have everything you want. And I'd say it was pretty jam-packed with some convincing uh, uh, personalities and experts, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, look, and, and yeah. kudos to Annie for doing this. And I'm sure it helps having uh, the star power of Leah Remini to back up a show like this. But, uh, you know, it wasn't long ago, Mark, when, when, you know, these networks, they wouldn't have touched this, would they? Oh, absolutely not. And if they did, they would have kid-gloved it as well. Uh, but, you know, the current climate is such that, uh, you know, I mean, for God's sakes, in our lifetime, you know, we are watching, and I've said this before, and it's like the Trump investigations, you know, everything takes time, man, yes. you know, <laughs> but, you know, we're seeing this cult dwindling away to complete and utter insignificance. And as you may have uh, heard me say, I think one of my sound bites was that, you know, it's up to us to continue to mock, to satirize, to investigate, to uh, and, and, you know, rely on the Internet to disseminate what an evil, insidious criminal mind control cult that Scientology is. And I think that. You know, we've hit that apex, and uh, I'm really enjoying it, I've got to say. <laughs> I'll bet. Now, listen, yeah. you, you, you've known full well, obviously, for a long time that, you know, they went after you, they, they harassed you, they tried to dig up dirt on you. But I, I sure. wonder, Mark, with, with, you know, people like Mike Rinder defecting from Scientology, have you learned a bit more in recent years about the extent to which they've monitored and gone after critics? Well, you know, I, I think that I'm a little bit 
privileged in that regard because uh, to use a quote from another uh, personality you've had on your show, Bob DC, uh, yeah. you know, the, the, the guy I did the book Being Uncle Charlie with, uh, one of my favorite quotes from him in the book is, and by the way, for Canadians listening, that's Random House Canada. I got to plug that book. Absolutely. I'm real proud of it. Um, you know, Bob DC used to say, I see him coming before they do. And I always like that little turn of the phrase because that's how I feel about the PIs they send after me. You know, I'm a little bit sad. I, I, you know, I, I, I'm not saying, you know, I, I guess by the nature of what I do as an investigative journalist, you know, uh, I, I pretty much, you know, see them coming, you know, and sometimes it's just a matter of looking over my shoulder, you know, but at the same time, um, I realize that, ultimately what they can think they can do to destroy me, whether it's noisy harassment or trying to defame me or this, that, and the other things, I'm a hell of a lot better at that than they are. You know, uh, it's, I, you know, I mean, my whole trope for my original story was, okay, here's me. I'm an ex-drug addict. Yeah, I've solicited prostitutes in my day. For God's sakes, you know, uh, uh, I've been arrested. I've been under psychiatric care. I've masturbated and inhaled at the same time, circa uh, Bill Clinton era. You know, and so what do you got? And as it turned out, they, 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 they really had nothing. You know, and so uh, it, the question is, you, you got to be like the Leah Remini's. You know, and not care. I mean, have you seen what they've done just recently to try and discredit her? Well, I'm not over sure. On, uh, over on Tony Ortega's uh, page, Tony Ortega being the premier uh, Scientology critic with an Internet presence uh, from his underground bunker. It's easy enough to find his page. Yeah. Um, he reported today, well, and uh, showed evidence that they dragged out Leah Remini's ex-con father, oh, wow. estranged father, and I emphasize the word estranged, to do a takedown video on her, you know? And, uh, you know, I mean, this is a guy who had essentially, as far as I can read, uh, um, you know, succumbed to his own demons and abandoned his own, own family, and now he's coming out of the woodwork. I mean, how much did Scientology pay him to do something that's ultimately going to backfire in their face. Their harassment doesn't work anymore. You know, people are hip to it. People are wise. And, you know, if you if, if someone says, oh, my God, I'm being uh, harassed by Scientology, it's almost a badge of honor because that means you were you had the balls to stand up against them in the first place. So we've reached a tipping point, you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know it's like I'm a broken record. I say this every time I come on. <laughs> but, you know, like everything, it takes time, you know, and uh, and I think that what was pointed out on the show, and I think, uh, you know, your listeners will have many opportunities to revisit that special. I, I think it did well. The numbers were good. They'll probably run it again and again. But I think that people, you know, need to know that <clears throat> it all goes back to something Professor Kent said in his descriptive language about the founder of Scientology, L. Ron Hubbard, and he called him a malignant narcissist. Now, for um, 
you know, for some stuff that outtakes that didn't make the cut. You know, I, I believe Mike Rinder, you know, the former number three guy in Scientology, if you count uh, Tom Cruise's number two behind David Miscavige, um, uh, Rinder's, you know, uh, oh, I, I lost my train of thought there. Where, where was I going with that? Sorry about that. I, uh, a truck just pulled into my driveway. <laughs> no, um, my, I guess... Um, my point, oh, he, we're talking about the malignant narcissism. Well, yeah. uh, Mike Rinder asked, um, you know, Stephen Kent what he meant by that. And I just blurted out, well, for God's sakes, we've got a malignant narcissist living in the White House right now, part time, <laughs> you know. And, uh, of course, you know, he said, well, that's a different show. I don't know about that. I think you could do a whole show on malignant, malignant narcissism of cult leaders, you know, and, um, you know, authoritarian uh, figures that rise to power, you know, to the shock, horror and awe of everyone who's sit, sitting back on their couch watching it unfold in the news cycle. It's incredible. But uh, Hubbard... Uh, you know, it, it all, you know, it all boils down to, you know, uh, the guy who created all those policies that were discussed, you know, all that doctrine that they push over people's mind, uh, minds as an insidious form of mind control. You know, it's uh, it, it all started and ended, you know, with uh, another redheaded charlatan. Yeah, Mark, we got to leave it there. More at HollywoodInterrupted.com. Uh, again, congrats on, on the show last night, and uh, I'm sure right we'll talk on. again, Mark. Appreciate you making some time for us fun. here. All the best okay. to you. Thanks, Bob. Talk soon. Take Bob. care. There you go. Mark Ebner, HollywoodInterrupted.com, a journalist uh, and author. As I mentioned, uh, among his books, uh, Being Uncle Charlie, fascinating story about the RCMP officer who basically invented the Mr. Big Sting. Did some insane undercover work in Ontario. Again, more to Mark's website, HollywoodInterrupted.com. And you can find that uh, original spy magazine piece from 1996 when he went undercover in the Church of Scientology. Brought a lot of things to light. He went on later, by the way, to consult. When was that? 2005, I guess it was. When South Park did the uh, the Trapped in the Closet episode. Right? Mark consulted on that. So... You know, it was great to hear these people last night sharing their stories, but what's so powerful about this A&E show and what Leah Remini's been willing to expose is, is the abuse that goes on within this cult, within Scientology, and finally bringing all of that to the surface, because it's a story that needs to be told. 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.